Say, kids, what time is it? We are doing the work of pathetic, lazy morons. So I think we did it, guys. We decided on a name. Where are we? One, as, as Joe said, one that Mike didn't hate. Yeah, oh, for our streaming for our uh, stream review show. show. For our, our, our actually, documentary it, review We show. actually tried a couple other ones, it, but they're already taken. We just, yeah, that's what that the was one, really what the happened. the one that's not taken. The one that was not taken, Dark Side of the Stream. Dark Side of the Stream. I'm surprised that's not taken. Well, actually. now yeah. it is taken. Boom, it's ours. suckers! Yeah, Trademark, we copyrighted. Yeah. We will <laughs> sue you with we our will. team of lawyers. Yeah, yeah. Or at least with our <laughs> Dewey Howe and Cheetah. leg. <laughs> it's like we hired, if like last week we talked about the Unsolved Mysteries thing, um, the lawyer for uh, the family of that woman um, in Missouri. Did you ever see that lawyer with that big, giant beard? Yeah. And I was like, man, if I ever have a legal trouble, I'm going That's after guy. that guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Gangster. Workers Comp, Morrison, Webster, and Carlton. Any kind of uh, legal trouble, defense attorney, I'm going with the dude with the beard. He's going to get me out all the time. <laughs> So, welcome to our second episode of Dark Side of the Stream. As always, we uh, discuss a show we've streamed together. And, and we encourage you to watch it in advance. We yeah, we did. So you yeah. can- Last week, we told you we were going to watch Fear City. The Which story- was Mike's recommendation, and yeah. this was a good one. Thank I, you. This one was an easy watch, three episodes. Yeah. Really well done. And I watched tons of those mob gangster documentaries from back in the day. This had stuff that I never knew went on. This yeah. Some, very cool insights with former mob guys that are grown now, former feds that are grown now, and their side, each side of the story was great. I thought it was uh, really well done. I'm glad you got. I'm glad you like it. What'd you thought? What'd you think, Joe? I liked it, but I found it wanting. You the, wanted more. I wanted more, and I also felt like they did this this part where they were going through each family and how the wires were put in and Woo. they left out two families completely. They left out the Colombo family well, and the banana family. That dude who was job was to go in the houses, put the bugs in the phones or put the bug in the KO box. That dude should have been getting paid millions of dollars. Yes, and I'm sure exactly. That job was the craziest job. The black box guy. The yeah. guy, yeah, he was uh, posed as a repairman and go into the guy's house, standing there with the killer mobster hitman right next to him. Here, hold the flashlight for me. While they, I- yeah, they had, actu- Whoa, they had actual footage of him kneeling down, working on a phone, and the mob guy walks up right behind him. While the dude's putting a bug in the And then at house. one point he asked, he asked one of the guys to, like, to hold, was saying, hold the flashlight. flashlight. That guy has massive, massive balls. Yeah. Massive. massive. <laughs> like that Mobbles. Guy, that guy should be set for life if he's not, that, you know, that job. Whew. I mean, well, he was probably barely making the- Why the, no? The, the, <laughs> he wouldn't make the, it a whole lot at that age. But he should have been. But the thing about it that I love- it really solidifies my theory about these things, and that is the simplest answer usually is the answer. And for years and years and years, the mob was in complete control of especially New York City, everything from construction, gambling, drugs, uh, nightlife, everything that you could possibly have your hand in, mob was at least getting 2% of, or they controlled outright. And so up until that point, all all law enforcement could do was go after the soldiers. And that was the point because you could only charge the guy who actually committed Did the, the crime. Yeah, yeah. But then they got forced to go on one of those stupid weekend retreats that we all have to do. And we're all like, God, it sucks. But they came back with something. And we'll get to what that was next on the dark side of the stream on 104.7 The Cave. Ties his tie too long. 
Do you not know, you know what's to, funny? Do you not know I, how to tie tie? You know, I I wonder if it's one of those things where you kind of some guys like the bow ties, some guys like the short ties, some guys like the long ties. I personally am a fat tie guy. I like the fat ties. I'd rather it be too long than too short. It should strike your belt. Well, I agree with that. But again, sometimes you can't do that. You know, if you're tying it yourself, sometimes you, I'd rather be a, I hope a long we're not tie on the air right now. We are on the air. We long should, tie. My God, you guys are long talking tie. ties. Long tie. But you should. We're talking about law enforcement, so why not talk about Ties. Okay. Well, okay. Then so I, I can at? chime short, in on this. You're short. You're a bow tie well, no. guy. When my buddy Herman? Jason, who is now a member of Journey, on that's a whole other story. But when he was getting married, he's like, "Dude, I want you to come to my wedding. It was gonna be a real fancy ordeal. I didn't have a suit. Never wore a suit. I'm like, oh, man, this guy's my bro. I'm gonna buy a sweet suit and show up this thing. And so, what? Who did I model my suit after? Mobsters." The old school mobsters. You wanted a big yeah, I looked at a bunch of them, and I'm like, I'm gonna get a badass old school mobster style suit, man. Even the fedora, bro. How well, long was your tie, though? That's the question. Was decent it, length? I guess. Was it to the belt buckle? Was it below, or was it high? Doesn't matter how long it is, guys. It's no. Just how you tie it. <laughs> no, it does matter how long it is. <laughs> so today on the dark side of the stream, we are discussing the new Netflix documentary, Fear City. And it talks about the investigation into the top five families in New York. And what the FBI basically did was it all started with a weekend retreat. They, I think it was Cornell. Is that, is that where they sent him? It's Cornell. Uh, yes. There's was like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but it Cornell's was a meeting big. of the commission, which yeah, was, was the bosses. Well, well, no, no, no. Before we get there, they sent the FBI to Cornell to, to kind of talk about what they could do against organized crime. And they brought up the RICO law. And basically that says, in, in layman's terms, that up until that point, if someone in the organization, a soldier, did something, you could only go after the soldier. But if you could prove that what they were doing was working in an organization, a criminal organization, everyone in the organization. Right. was now guilty of that crime and they could go after them because it was part of an organization. It was groundbreaking at was the it, time. And was it Giuliani? They said it was Giuliani well, that came up with the plan. The, in this he he kind of took over when they when the DA got involved. But I think early on it was these agents that went to this thing and saw what they could do, and then they kind of hit the ground running. It was a professor at Cornell that yeah. actually had, who had actually came writ- up the concept actually written the RICO law. But the the nugget for the idea of the RICO law started when Lucky Luciano went to prison because one of the things that he was arrested for was pandering. And the the argument was made by him at the time that he is a CEO and that he does not know what the people below him are doing. So his argument was it's the same as the CEO of General Motors or Ford. He doesn't know what the salesman is saying to the people that are buying cars. So he's not responsible for what they're doing. But a jury found that since that person worked for him and was involved and engaged in prostitution, that he was somehow culpable, and that is how the RICO Act eventually Man, got Joe. written a few years later. But Joe, it's but it's right on the money. On and, and, and in his defense, it ended up screwing the mob big time because then you could prove that. And back to the General Motors uh, analogy, like that that right there is a great example of why businesses top down have 
rules and say this is the way you need to do this. Is it followed all the time? No. But is that if like you the get, HR thing we have over the, here? Exactly. Uh, because I, I've if never you read get that. Caught, <laughs> we could still be in trouble. But at the same time, you signed on the dotted line that these are the rules. You didn't follow them, and this I didn't is what read we that expect. part. Yeah, right. Well, you signed it, and that's all that matters. So I thought it was brilliant, and I thought, you know, uh, once they figured that out, they kind of had a plan, and what they had to do to execute that plan was insane. And this whole documentary, even if you're not a documentary person, watch it, because it's made more like a movie, because, yeah, they use old footage and stuff, but they've edited it real slickly, and they've added reenactments in some parts, so it kind of like blends from reenactment to the actual footage. Very slickly done, but not not, not cheesy reenactment. No, no, very, no, no, very no, well no, done. no, no. Very well anyway, done. Anyway, I want to put this out there really quickly too. If anybody is doing any sort of documentaries and they need a reenactor, I would totally do that because it's one of my life dreams is to be a reenactor. Dude, you and I both. A we documentary reenactor. Get, get us in. Yeah, I, I want to be. Mysteries. Man, if they had Rescue 911 back again, William yeah. Shatner, oh God, I'd do that all the time. Like like you and I are hanging out and I choke on some like a bone and you you had to save me and then you're, we reenact that. <laughs> I think there's a better No, that's a the better one. scenario that I, you could lay I out will there. I'll film that right <laughs> now if you guys really want to live no, your dream. No, okay, I don't. Let's, let's get no. that down in the break and well, we'll be back I've talking. Got, and I've got something wicked to add to this documentary on the next break. Joe Weston, Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern, back in the studio this morning. It is the dark side of the stream discussing Fear City, the documentary on Netflix. So pay it off. What's the crazy thing? Oh, so one of the best parts, I thought, or just showed the level of respect of the old mobsters versus new style gangsters. At one point, the the Fed agent says, yeah, I was listening in on a call and they were talking about me, and he says, the hitman's like, well, boss, we can put a hit on him and take care of him. And the boss goes, no, he's just doing his job. That's just the game that we play. Leave him alone. And, and, he, and on ad- in addition, he knew when he heard that, that really all it took was uh, an eyebrow raise. Yeah, yeah. And then that was he it. He could have been snuffed. And but no, done. but there was like a level of respect between the mob bosses and the feds. Like, they're doing their job, we're doing ours, and just... It is what it is. My problems with the with the documentary were it contradicted itself in places because it went through a whole thing about talking about Fat Tony being the boss of bosses, and then later on they went on and said Paul Castellano was the boss of bosses. They talked about the hit that was put on Paul Castellano, and then they didn't follow that up with anything. And at the end, you know, they did a well. Castellano was the gaudy thing, right? Yeah. And they basically yeah. alluded to the fact Power that Gotti play. essentially found out that they were either going to find out what he was up to because Castellano was really against drug dealing right. and Gotti they had gotten into yeah. Yeah. So The old go, school well, we dudes were very against it. Well, they, they wanted to take the money for it, but they did not want to know about it. Yeah. They, well, essentially, if you're going to run a business dealing drugs, you give us 2% just like the deli does. Yeah, yeah. essentially. But Gotti found out that Castellano probably was going to find out that he was slinging and was like, I got to get him before he gets it's me, and that's sometimes how it works. But the interesting thing was, to me, about this documentary is they talked about the commission. They talked about how there was this organized group, and that's how they basically got these guys, that they worked together as as CEOs of their own families, and they would meet, and they would make decisions. And one of the decisions that had to be made, had to get approval from the commission, is a hit on a boss. And they didn't talk about... If Gotti, and I assume that he did, didn't get permission. He went rogue, yeah. Yeah, he went rogue. They, at the end, they did a recap that was kind of half-assed, 
Yeah. Because they all they did was they said Rudy Giuliani became mayor of New York. Well, everybody knows Rudy Giuliani became mayor of New York. They didn't talk about I mean, I know all those guys got 100 years in prison, so they all died in prison. But I'd like to know what happened, how the legal case proceeded. Yeah. All that there, stuff. If, they if, kinda, if, it was, yeah. I was more focused on how they did the wiretapping yeah, and how aspect. they brought them down. Yeah. I mean, there's I wish, lots of documentaries that go in deeper. I wish that they had actually done a little bit more of that because I found that it was really good. But then at the end, I was like, they kind of just capped it. Like I, they ran I, out of money. I wish that we could. I wish that I knew more about this. And then they left, you know, the Gotti thing because what happens after that? All oh, the family war because then right. everything started. Everyone Gotti, was Gotti running. Power, right? the, they yeah. were just talking about the commission, how they took down the Rico Act and the commission. Yeah, because there was after not, that. Not the second generation. Yeah, of but then the, a stuff. big war happened. And, Gotti and ended was, up here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah here he in did. prison uh, here at FedMed. Inter- I got a crazy story to tell you about John Gotti at the FedMed when we get back Ooh, to Fair City. I got a next. kind of a story, too. Right, we'll get to more next. What is this show called? Dark, uh, Side, Dark of Side of the Street. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so 104.7 Mike the, the Intern, Joe Weston, Jay Stevens in the studio. Our exciting conclusion of our discussion of Fear City. Now, before I pay off that tease, what's the next show we're going to watch, guys? Oh, man. We mm, should have talked know. about this in advance. Well, we I have? know, but we need to figure we it out so we can tell people what to watch for prepared. the next one. Something on that's not going to kill me that we well, could watch? We, sh- we should start doing it like we do Red Apart Wednesday each week. One of us picks. Take a turn. So yeah. I win. It's up to you two. You guys pick it out. Is there something you want to watch? Joe, I will defer to you because uh, I have a I, whole bunch. I'm not a uh, documentary guy. I'm okay, not I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say searching for Sugar Man. You want to watch? Sir? Okay, cool. I've seen it. I'll watch it again. Searching for yeah. Sugar Man. Yeah, I'll watch it again. People at home, watch Searching for Sugar Man. It's an amazing feel good documentary. You won't believe the story. It's awesome. Yeah, it is, and have it's you, music related. Yeah, have you seen it, Joe? No, I have not seen. Well, then it. You'll, really, you'll really like Joe, it. It's you'll really, like really it. a good feel. It, it it's is. an amazing story. I've so, heard a lot about it. I've heard Rodrigo's music, so I you know, I knew nothing about the guy. So yeah, it's a good story. It's a, Nonetheless. It's a really good so story. So that's what you need to watch for next week, but we are to the exciting conclusion of our discussion of Fear City, uh, how the FBI took on the uh, top families in New York. As I was saying, um, a good friend of mine's dad was an oncologist here in town and did a lot of cancer-related surgeries. And a lot of the times, if someone is in fed med, they've got something pretty serious like cancer. He's the guy. And if they have to do surgeries and stuff, some of the times they don't tell, they don't know who they just say, you got this type of surgery. You need to come over here at this time. Do it. <laughs> yes. And so he had one scheduled and looked down and it was gaudy and he's working on him. Wow. Had no idea. Wow. Pretty, wow. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, huh? His, well, his kids, I know Liz used to say that um, she worked at a, uh, talked to Westers at a high end martini spot here in town and. When Gotti's kids would come visit, they would come and hang They'd out all go there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Spit game at her, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, it is what it is. You live by the sword, you die by the sword, Ooh. you know? And it's- uh, It is amazing, though, that the kids of all these mobsters, like, it's all cool now. You know, there's no- It's still that mobster mentality of, this is the guy. We don't mess with their family. We don't mess with their wives. Nothing like that. It's this guy. Uh, and it's so it carries down where the kids are all pretty open about yeah. who, they, who their parents were. And there's no, like- Hits coming after them. No. Your dad, your dad ratted. Well, you know. and there's also a code. And even the rat, even the guys that ratted, they're not like you know uh, guys that that got that flipped, you know, to get lighter well, sentences. And, uh, and it goes back to why the the commission in itself existed. You start to if you're in that business as a mobster, you really want to take care of each other because despite family differences, because you're in it together. 
and you've got that to fight the government and law enforcement. And if you start fighting each other, you're just going to make things worse and cannibalize your, each other. So eventually, which is kind of what the new yeah, gangs and which, stuff which, do. Which eventually you have to make the decision. We have to look beyond this so we can good. defeat the common enemy here. So and that and also works with law enforcement too, and why they work together to to take these guys down. Well, that all started with again Luciano. And, yeah, uh, I mean it, it started because he was a guy. He was really the the guy that laid out the roadmap for this. He and Meyer Lansky, and the the mafia part of it was not something that he was overly interested in. He was more interested in creating this overreaching corporate crime empire. And so Meyer Lansky couldn't be in the mafia. He was Jewish. He wasn't from Italy. And uh, same with, with Bugsy Siegel. They were Jewish mobsters. And what they wanted to do was create this, this corporate business that they were going to be involved in. And that's why he killed the old mustache Pete's, as they were called. Mm -hmm. That's why he started that whole process. So the mafia part of it had very little interest to him. And he was a he was a CEO sort of type of guy, and I'm always been interested in that and how the creation of the commission and the creation of this corporate business. Do you think he mob. was also a little anti-government? Like, oh, yeah. oh, we're yeah. going to run Big our we're going to run our own thing. Big time. We're going to no, we're not doing the yeah. income tax no, thing. No, no, we're not doing no. your yeah. crap rules. Big time. Which I can get on board with that concept, you know, of of the income tax. The government, this overreaching thing, you know, I can get on board with that concept. So I, I, there's some aspects of it where you you can't look at it all. And goes that was 100 percent bad. Yeah, there was bad aspects, but I feel that there was probably some good intentions in there to pre- protect their people. Well, in and their some, but, but again, you know? it goes back to in the beginning of it. You got all these immigrant families that are running businesses, and the mob was hurting them by taking two percent. And if they didn't have the money, they'd break arms, break legs, and it's again immigrants hurting immigrants. That's exactly what I saw, especially especially when you got into the 80s and the whole construction boom and all this stuff. Everything that was built in that city yeah, right. Crazy, went through the mob. Crazy. They had a, pe- they had a consider, piece of it. Consider for a second who was building buildings in New York City in the 80s. So I just, <laughs> I, I, I just you know, it's, it's, again, it's, it's one of those things where it's like you're hurting your own. At a certain point, I get I get where you're coming from, but if the take is against these mom and pa owned businesses and construction companies that are you know blue collar workers that are immigrants and and you 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 are from immigrant families, whether it's Sicily, Italy, or uh, anywhere, why would you go after your own people? The easiest to feed upon. I know exactly, and, and they and they also know, they also are familiar with the whole system of of the mafia. Because it's it's ancient, it's old, it's not it's something that's existed for a long time, and you know the, these guys, Luciano and the guys who came after him, they took it just to the next level. And it, it one of the things that amazed me about the show is that you listen to these guys talk, and you go, if you just listen to them talk, because they use the f word about every other word. Oh yeah, and you would think 
oh, these guys aren't very smart, but they were very intelligent. Oh, God, The yeah. way that they- Some of the schemes yeah, that they yeah, had. The, yeah. the way oh, yeah, they like did. the gas they scheme. Oh, yeah, French using the gas yeah, scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, the, and the monopoly thing. Yeah. Basically, it's a monopoly uh, on the concrete business yeah. because they, they that's what they had. They yeah. had a, a monopoly. They took turns bidding these high jobs. They would overbid the and job. And one guy would underbid, which was still a high bid, and then he'd get it. Yeah, and he'd get it. And they took turns doing it, Great. and nobody else was allowed in. That's a brilliant plan. They said yeah. the, the FBI was first to admit they had no idea how that gas scheme was yep. working. They knew it was something, but they couldn't yeah. pinpoint it. And again, they might be street tough dudes, but a lot of them were very intelligent guys. Yep. And but the, but the thing that kills me about all of it is it was never enough. No, they were talking. You, right. They were talking in the billions of dollars, and it still was not enough because there's lower level guys that are feeding, but they want more and. Eventually, that stuff all feeds upon itself. Yep, it and that's does. What's that, that's what happened yeah. with it. Yeah. That's why sometimes you just got to take it and run. Take the yeah. money and go. Well, it seems like we've done enough crime for the last couple of weeks. The next one we're going to do a feel-good story suggested by Jay, Searching for Sugar Man. An amazing tale. Guys, we made it through. Next week. We'll see you next week. Dark hopefully, Side of the Stream. Hopefully we won't get hit.